this is Hired, the Good Karma Brands Recruitment Show. Looking for your next great career? You're in the right spot. And now, alongside Good Karma Brands Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. Good morning. So glad to have you with us. Welcome to Hired. You've waited all week. All well, week. we've waited all week. Well, somebody's waited all week right. for Hired to hit the air. And now it is the Good Karma Brands Recruitment Show, along with my friend and teammate, Daphne Ursu, Senior Director of Human Resources. I'm Steve Wexler. It's great to have you with us today. Our show is produced by Chris Larson at the GKB Home Office Studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Good morning, Wex. How are you? I'm good, Daphne. How are you? How was I'm your week? Very good. Productive? Very productive. Good. Yes. Glad to hear it. So um, it's time for another edition of Hired. This is where we talk about um, recruitment, culture, and opportunities with a focus on our own company, Good Karma Brands. On today's show, we will learn about a new opportunity um, in GKB Milwaukee, talking to our market manager, Greg Scalzo. Plus, yes, by popular demand, I don't know if it was popular demand, but we're going to share <laughs> some more Daphne and Wex advice with you. Great advice that we've taken Maybe some, some advice have not that we passed on. That. So we're going to share that as well. <laughs> so Scalzo and advice. Yep, it's all here on Hired next on the GKB Recruitment Show on the Good Karma Brands Radio, Radio Network. Network. Welcome back to Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. Alongside Good Karma Brands Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. Welcome back to Hired Along the GKB Radio Network. We're heard every weekend, coast to coast and border to border. So, Daphne, we have shared advice on this show before. Um, and today, we're going to share some more advice. I guess good advice we've taken, maybe <laughs> some advice that we uh, passed on. Yeah, some advice. Uh, hard pass, right? Hard pass in some cases, <laughs> pass, for sure. Yeah, yeah you know, and I, I loved when we talked about that because, I, you know, I would love to hear a little bit more about some advice that you have had or heard over the years that have really made an impact on you. Um, you know, your years certainly as a market manager for DKB Milwaukee, but then also, too, as a leadership coach. Um, if there's any advice that had been given to you, whether it's about leading, about management. Well, let me throw one at you, and I'll be curious what you think oh, of this okay. piece of advice because when I, we were talking about today, show i thought okay we all there's advice that comes from uh, lots of people lots of sources books friends well-meaning friends mm -hmm. or not as well-meaning friends maybe mm -hmm. from time to time um and i flashed back to a time in my career where um i had a couple of different job offers that were coming my way and i was trying to evaluate you know what to do about mm -hmm. them uh, do i take job a and um i'm guessing that you might give people advice to like put the pros and the cons right what would be good what mm -hmm. wouldn't be good about this for me mm -hmm. um and i was trying to figure out both were uh good opportunities mm -hmm. uh for me at this time they were management opportunities um and i asked a trusted friend i said hey i'm kind of struggling with a decision here um and i've done my lists and all the rest. I said, I'm not sure what to do. And I think I was 33, maybe 34 years old at the time. And he looked at me, so well, this is easy. And I said, how is it easy to make a career decision? Yeah. Right? I mean, That's these right. are usually some of the... Especially biggest. at that age. I mean, you're at a, that perfect age. Yeah. Where it's growing pivotal. family for me at the right, time. You're trying to get right. you into your, I guess, what they call your earning years. What sure. is that going to look like and all the rest? And I said, why is it easy? And he said, go where you'll learn the most and it really gave me pause because yeah. I thought okay so put money aside title scope of the job his advice was 
at this point in your career, which one of these opportunities will give you the biggest opportunity to learn? Um, I did. I took his advice. Um, As I look back, I'm not sure it was the best choice. However, he was right. I learned more in that job than I might have in the other one. So that was the advice I got. I did take. What do you make of the advice to somebody saying, look, all things being equal, if they're both decent opportunities, go where you will learn the most? I have to agree um, with the advice that you were given. You like that advice. I do. And as you were sharing, I was thinking about would that advice be different, um, you know, at you know, early 20s, early part of a career, mid part of the career, I think even later stages in the career, right? Um, Because I think it's important for us to always be looking for opportunities to grow, right? Because even if you're learning more and you're growing more, opportunities and money can come with that, right? Right. So I don't know what the difference was in terms of like opportunities, if there was a ceiling at that opportunity. I'm not even sure. You know, I think they were probably similar and I don't know that I was sophisticated enough to sort of do the math well at that age probably yeah. i think you were yeah i, know you were. But, I may but, have but still even so i still have to tell you that i think that that is good advice where you can grow um the most because again as i mentioned before i think the other things come with that opportunity for growth development opportunities for advancement um promotion those types of things um getting involved in challenging um projects um and then money potentially can come with that but we need to make sure that we're in opportunities where there's an opportunity for us to grow, where there's a little bit of a stretch. Um, so I think I think that that's so you like good that advice. advice. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think it's the only thing that somebody should consider, but I, I do think that that is good advice. Well, you bring up a great point, though. I mean, if that's all you judge it by, you right. could end up making decisions that aren't necessarily good for you, right? Right, because the reason why I say I don't think it's the only thing that you can um, judge on, because you do have to think about those other things. So if the scenario were different, let's say that the individual in this um, situation was 35 years old, had a family of four, mm-hmm. right? And um, maybe stay-at-home um, partner. All things considered, um, if everything is equal, then I think the growth opportunity makes a little bit more sense. But again, everybody's scenario and situation is different. So you'd put it in the equation, is what it sounds like. Yes. Like, hmm, am I yes. going to learn? Am Something I going to ignore? right? Something to not ignore, right? And I think that that should always be in everyone's equation, regardless of whether you are in your career, right? If someone is thinking, okay, I'm you know, 55 years old, I'm looking for that last mm-hmm. move, probably have another 10 to 15 years yeah. before I retire. You might not. Uh, but you might yeah. as well. Oh, you're saying right. later on you I might think, go, hey. Well, you should always be thinking maybe about Maybe now that, my right? needs have changed professionally. So if I'm just going to learn and grow, I can kind of take a bit of a flyer. Well, I think you should always be thinking about it, I guess, is yeah. my point. Because Great even point. if it's in your last 10 or 15 years, you still want a growth opportunity, right? Who wants to be in a role where it's just stagnant? You're doing the same thing every day without any opportunity to grow. Mm-hmm. So regardless of whether you are where you are in your state, of a career, I think it's important to add that into the equation and to be thinking about that. Great, great thought. And I want to pull. I want to. I want to pull a little bit about what you said before. Is like you took the advice. Yes. But as you think about it now, you probably wouldn't. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, this one I'm a bit conflicted, Daphne, because um, as I look back, that job and sort of that culture. We've talked a lot on the show about the importance of that. Weren't great. Okay. And there were some things that were very dysfunctional at that time. However, and it's easy to say it in retrospect, right? We all can look back and go, oh, right. but I learned yeah. so much. I'm actually glad I had the experience mm-hmm. because it informed me and it gave me tools that I could use later mm-hmm. in, my, in my career mm-hmm. uh, for sure. But if you just looked at it on paper, you wouldn't have taken the job that I took. You would have said, really? That 
position, that opportunity, that market. So it, it probably wasn't the logical career move. In retrospect, I did learn more. Mm-hmm. I, I learned things that not to do <laughs> as opposed to things to do, which is, also, from that which is also valuable. Absolutely. And, you know, if I think about what you just said a little bit deeper, I think you it was still apples to apples at that point. You didn't know about the culture, right? You didn't know about all of those Correct. things. So what you had to do is based on the information that I have at hand, what makes the most sense for me, right? You don't know that maybe that company did not have the culture that GKB has. You're right, right. correct. You didn't know about those things. So if you have to look at it and weigh it, um, apples to apples from what you know, you have to think about that growth opportunity in that particular situation. So you can come back now and say, I probably, but that's because you have all the information. Yeah, I have knowledge now that I did not have at that time. Absolutely, and you can't weigh it appropriately because the, the other offer that you didn't take you don't know Correct. what would have happened with that. It's so, an unknown. Absolutely. So I still think looking at growth as an opportunity or a part of the equation, as you mentioned before, is so important. So. Do you want, uh, be, uh, before we close out this segment, some advice that I didn't take? Yes, I would love that. <laughs> um, and I don't know if we've discussed this one or not, but um, there was a time when I saw ethically and culturally and from a business standpoint, all kinds of things going on that I just didn't think added up mm-hmm. um you know it's like what is going on around here are we making good decisions are we being thoughtful and all the rest and i went to my sort of next manager line manager or whatever you want to call it and sort of um expressed my concerns mm-hmm. and i was told look it's not your place or my place who you're already grimacing <laughs> you see my face <laughs> yeah you can see your face on the radio this morning um but i was kind of told what's the old saying like hey just do your job. Mm. You know, these these concerns you have, whether they're valid or not, are not really our concern, like mm-hmm. yours and mine. Right. So let's not, you know, use a lot of energy and time. And for a little while, I took the advice because I right. thought, okay, well, my boss is sort of saying just get back to work. Mm-hmm. But over time, I realized I felt like I had to articulate my um thoughts mm-hmm. to somebody mm-hmm. and, and I did Good. and it turned out to be fine it Good. actually turned out that a lot of the things I had seen were right. things the organization was uh, thinking about mm-hmm. how do you critique that uh, exchange <laughs> oh lovely well I think um, your boss probably should not have given that advice I think I'll start not there. great advice right? I don't think it's I don't think it's great advice and I also think it kind of speaks to the culture of the organization and I think about we're at GKB and we think about everyone has a voice, right? Mm-hmm. And we want people to express that and to have those open conversations in their one-on-one with their manager. Um, also being able to talk to other leaders within the organization all the way up to the founder and CEO, Craig Carmison. So I think that part would have been like mm, eye-opening when you're telling me not to share my opinion. I think when anytime someone's telling you to not share your opinion, yeah. you probably think a little That's bit That's a bit of that. a tell or a red flag, yeah, right? Yeah, so in your gut you should probably think, hmm, you know what I mean? Because I think our opinions um, are valid. So I, I certainly think that um, that should have been somewhat of a red flag. Next up, we meet Greg Scalzo. Greg is our Milwaukee market manager. All that is coming up next on the GKB Radio Network. You're listening to Hired, the GKB recruitment show. Alongside Good Karma Brand's Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. And welcome back to Hire the GKB Recruitment Show along the GKB Radio Network. So, Daphne, as we discussed all day today, yeah, I mean, not just any guest coming into our show. No. Right? Yes, I know. We're in for a treat. I'm so excited. Yeah, the newly minted Milwaukee market manager, uh, Greg, Greg Scalzo. Scalzo. Hey, Greg. Hey, Greg. Hey, guys. Hey. Thanks, for the, uh, thanks for the kind words and the welcome. <laughs> so, I said to Greg, like, you've been on Hired 
And yeah. I didn't remember. Did you remember? I did remember. Of course you did. Of course I remembered. Early on in our show. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, a while ago. Yeah. Probably about a year ago, maybe? Was it? Yeah, we were in a different yeah. studio at the time, so yeah. it must have been It was about uh, a year, year ago. ago. Okay. Yeah. It was the different studio. Yeah. Studio. I do remember that. Uh, and it, so it was so memorable, I had no idea if we had scales uh, <laughs> on the show. But great to have you back, obviously, Greg. So, Greg, you are looking to add to your team, right? Yeah. So it's a digital marketing consultant role, right? It is. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, our partnership with ESPN Digital, uh, digitally, is, is really robust. Uh, we have the ability to utilize publisher direct inventory across all of ESPN's digital assets. So when you go to ESPN.com or the ESPN app and you see a display ad there, we have the ability to uh, help our partners get their message on that platform, which is the number one premium publisher in the country. Uh, even more so as we talk sort of about changing consumption habits, especially in the video space, um, as cord cutting continues to increase and streaming uh, continues to increase, we have the ability to place, forecast, and guarantee uh, delivery of video within live sports, not only in the Milwaukee market, but in any market in the country. And mm -hmm. so it's an incredible opportunity for us to work with those local and regional businesses mm -hmm. and to be able to help them not only in this market, but across their entire, entire footprint. And that kind of uh, is really exciting for us and should be really exciting for this marketing consultant mm -hmm. because it means that impact you can make on our partner's business is even that much more. And so it's a really good opportunity for that, that marketing consultant to be able to build their career. Such an impact. I, I totally agree with that. But I also want to know, like, what would you think would make the best, you know, marketing consultant? So, like, what really are you looking for in terms of this role? Yeah, a highly driven and competitive individual, somebody who's willing to uh, pay attention to the overall market. What is the landscape um, and go out, find build relationships with local businesses, understand what their needs are, what they're trying to accomplish, what their goals are, and then be able to strategically put together a marketing plan utilizing these really unique assets mm -hmm. to be able to uh, help achieve those goals. And so critical thinking, listening is highly important. Um, you have to be driven, be able to overcome uh, the fear of rejection because it is a sales role ultimately, right? Mm -hmm. And so you're gonna have to be able to live with that and also work with a team. Wex mentioned it earlier, the amount of assets that we have in this market is very unique. So mm -hmm. to be able to work across three other sales teams to identify, okay, what actually is the best solution for this partner to put them in a position to succeed and to do so in a team-friendly way uh, is going to be highly important for this individual being successful. Experience as a marketing person or a salesperson, how much uh, is required? What's the ideal candidate sort of look like in terms of that experience profile, Greg? Yeah, it always starts with our core values, right? Somebody who fits our core value profile. Uh, I think any experience in sales or business development is key um, or in, in marketing itself, right? Uh, I think for us, it's really about finding that right individual. You don't have to have the, you know, perfect uh, alignment of what you did in your last, uh, you know, career to fit what you're going to be doing in this one. But do you have sales skills? Are you, have you proven the ability to go out and develop business on your own? Or do you have a certain level of marketing expertise that we could then teach some of those business development skills, um, really focusing on having one or the other, whether it's an expertise in marketing or an expertise in business development, and then we're confident in the ability to build up around that. Greg, Daphne and I talk a lot on this show about um, you know the convergence of sort of the business culture, the values, and the skills necessary right, to be successful in the job. 
talk for a minute about what's important to you as a hiring manager, as the leader of the market, in terms of that culture ad or culture right. fit or whatever people uh, talk about. If you had somebody with great sales skills, but you felt just would not do well in the GKB world versus somebody who might share those core values but maybe doesn't have the sales uh, acumen. How do you sort of uh, reconcile those two? Yeah, I think if you have the straight sales skills but maybe you don't have a, a core value fit, um, then I would look at it as sort of a, a fleeting success, right? I think over mm -hmm. a long period of time, uh, if you're not going to be somebody who works hard no matter how talented you are, you're not listening or you don't display teamwork, uh, then eventually how you treat your teammates is also how you treat your partners, right? Like I, I find it hard to see that somebody could be uh, one person in front of one group of people and an entirely different person under mm -hmm. another. And so I think that uh, you know the, the goal is ultimately to find who that core value fit is. Um, and if we need to build some of those skills around them, we have incredible resources at Good Karma Brands to be able to do so. But I think if you've found success sales in sales in one place, but you're not going to fit uh, you know, what our core values ultimately are, mm -hmm. then at some point that is going to hit a crossroads that is going to you know, create a, a situation where you're not going to be able to maximize your impact and the success that you could have specifically here. And you also want people to bring something to us, right? Because we want to learn something too. So when we think about culture fit, you know, mm -hmm. I think we want to be thinking also about like culture ad, right? Absolutely. And so when we're talking about those core values, I know you hit on a couple of them. I just want to make sure that we um, recap that too. We talked about being honest, um, also to work hard, to listen, to follow through, over deliver. Um, and if you're doing all those things, then you are the definition of what we consider teamwork. So. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's sort of table stakes, right? I mean, we talk a lot about that. And Greg just made the case that if, if those are difficult, um, it's going to be really hard to be successful, even if you show some sales skill Absolutely. in the long run. Yeah. yeah, at least here, right? I mean, I, I yeah. tell everybody I interview, hey, we want to find out if you fit who we are, right. but you also need to find out if we fit who you are. Absolutely. And, you right. know, it doesn't right. mean that somebody isn't going to be successful in their career it, it, just because they're not a good fit at Good Karma Brands. Right. We need to find, you know, that, that perfect intersection. So let's get real practical before we uh, close out our, our, our chat with you. So um, you've interviewed a lot of people in your career. You've been the person being interviewed a number of times in mm -hmm. your career. So somebody listening right now going, this sounds pretty cool, yeah. all these great assets in Milwaukee. Culture ad, culture, culture fit, core values. I get to hang around with Daphne yeah, and Greg all yeah. the time. <laughs> How could I, I get any better? <laughs> what is your like advice, counsel to somebody who might be putting up their hand and trying to throw their hat into the ring for a position like this? What ought I do or not do to sort of get your attention and be considered? Uh, it's a great question. Well, you know, first off, apply, right? Mm -hmm. Apply. You could go to goodkarmabrands.com forward slash careers uh, and apply. Put your hat into the ring. Um, and I would encourage you to think of it as if it were the sales process, right? Mm -hmm. I I'll be evaluating people in terms of how they will go out and ultimately try to connect our audience with a partner's message. So think of it as you're connecting yourself you know, with GKB and mm -hmm. do so in a way that you would go out and develop business. And so after you apply, you know, follow up. If you want to mm -hmm. send a note and say, hey, I just want to make sure that you got our application. Uh, if you do go through a screening process with somebody, make sure you're sending a thank you note. Right. And think about the value that you're trying to add to the company mm -hmm. um, and talk less about what the company is going to add to your life. Hey, if you want a career in sports, that's great. 
what does that do for good karma right. brands? In the same way that when we go out and we talk to our partners, we can talk about how great our shows or our assets are, but what exactly does that do for their business? And so mm-hmm. when you think about the WIFM, as we call it, what's in it for me? Mm-hmm. Well, what's in it for good karma brands? And so when you do enter that interview process, start talking about how you would be a culture ad, how yes. you would develop business, what you were going to do to find success at good karma brands, because ultimately our team success is going to be dependent on each individual success. And so, um, you know, I like to talk with teammates a lot about, hey, in order to be successful at this role, you need to do X, Y, and Z. And so come to us and say, hey, in order to be successful at this role, I think I'm going to be able to provide A, B, and C. I think that sounds like an excellent opportunity. So a digital marketing um, consultant um, at GKB Milwaukee. So if um, someone's listening to this right now and you're interested in this opportunity or any opportunity Drive with to Greg's house and park down <laughs> How about we go to a website? Oh, I'm going to direct okay. them to a website. Is okay. that okay? I'm going to sure. try. Okay. Yeah, right. www.goodkarmabrands.com forward slash career to hear about this opportunities and other opportunities with GKB. Greg, thank you. And congrats, by the way. The journey Absolutely. is amazing and it's not over and uh, we're happy and proud of you as well. Very proud. Thanks for having me back. Yeah. <laughs> about another year. Well, I don't know. Now he's running the market. <laughs> He can show up anytime he wants, I guess. Anytime. Right? Anytime. Greg, thanks. More of Hired is coming up next along the Good Karma Brands Radio Network. This is Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. Alongside Good Karma Brands Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. Welcome back to Hired along the Good Karma Brands Radio Network and a special edition of our show for our listeners in southeastern Wisconsin. And Daphne, I'm kind of impressed because, you know, from time to time we have guests, right? Right, yes. On our show. Of course, yeah, yeah. And our guest today on Hired not only was on our show, I don't know, I think last year? I think so, yeah, yeah. At the She's end of coming tw- back. I know, a returning guest. Do you she know what that means? Us. Well. Oh, you don't think I should go that far? <laughs> Let's not go. Let's just make this something. She probably likes us, she doesn't she? Like yeah. Well, we are thrilled to welcome back to Hired Isel Nicholson, Community Partnerships Manager, correct? Correct. Okay. Yeah. At City here, Milwaukee. And Isel, we are actually thrilled to have you join us once again. I'm yeah. super happy to be here again. Great. All kind of fun. Oh, okay, great. You know, I am, uh, yeah, she came back a second time. Um, but we want to hear about City Year. Tell us about City Year. Yeah, so City Year is an educational nonprofit organization that is focused on serving students and youth in our community. Um, essentially, it is in 29 different states, so we're nationwide, uh-huh. um, serving students in under-resourced schools to make sure that they you know, can ultimately reach their full potential. Oh, okay. So this wow. is not just a Milwaukee concern, even though yeah. that's obviously where your focus is. Yes. Um, and so tell us a little bit about how it works. So when you say helping students fulfill their potential, um, how does that happen at City Year? Yeah, so we recruit core members that are 17 to 25 to be mentors and tutors in Milwaukee Public Schools specifically um, for about 10 months or so. So it is a short-term program with an everlasting impact on our students. Mm -hmm. And so it can be seen as like a gap year program. So any folks, you know, who are transitioning out of school that may not know what that next step is, that's where City Year comes in. And so we provide training for two weeks um, before they step into schools where they serve third through ninth graders and just serve as that extra support where the teacher may not have the capacity to fill, pulling them out for tutoring sessions, pushing in in the classroom, answering questions, assisting them um, after school activities, things of that nature. That sounds great. How long have you been at City Year? It is going to be my second year 
maybe it's my third. I don't know if it's my second or third <laughs> in December. I started December of 2021. So. Right. Well, and Daphne, so. I'm glad she asked because we really should, and that's my fault for not starting with you, right? <laughs> right. It's okay. I was, was going to dig into that. <laughs> and your journey to a company that obviously, or an organization that has a real mission and a real purpose, how did they find you or you find them? Yeah, so I actually did a similar service program my senior year of college at UWM, and it was called Public Allies. And so very similar um, service organization that is also AmeriCorps. Um, and then after I graduated, I was like, well, I still want to make an impact in the community. And I had heard about City Year through the grapevine, and I started off as an impact manager. So I managed my own team of core members that I now am recruiting. So then I just transitioned into this role because... I feel like more people should know about City Year, and mm. I hadn't only heard about it because I was in a similar organization, and so now I go around the city doing things like this, sharing City Year, and sharing the opportunity for young people who have no idea about it. Well, we're glad we get to play uh, a role in helping you uh, publicize uh, the mission a little bit. Daphne and I talk on this show quite a bit, not just about recruitment, which we'll get to in a moment, but also you know business culture and what it's like to work in different places. How would you describe the culture, the business culture, the vibe, if you will, at City Year? Yeah, the vibe is so authentic but unique and just like, eclectic if you will you know it's there's a variety of different people we want people who come from all different backgrounds have all different identities because ultimately like those are the students that we serve and we want them to be able to see themselves in our mentors in our tutors and we pride ourselves in our dbie work um and just really just like bringing all different types of people together for the same mission which is ultimately just to give to our students and let them know that they can feel you know, safe or secure with the people that are in their schools that they can resonate with that represent them. This is Hired along the GKB radio network. And our guest today, Isel Nicholson, Community Partnerships Manager at City Year Milwaukee. So you told us a little bit about your experience with City Year, um, told us some about the business culture. So I'm going to jump into like those open opportunities that you have at, at City Year. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Absolutely. So right now we are currently hiring for our mid-year position. And mid-year just means starting a little bit later than the folks who have already started in the summertime. And so that position starts October 16th, but the application closes September 15th. And essentially what that looks like is it's a full-time job. So it's Monday through Friday serving our students. Oftentimes um, you start the school day with our students and end after they leave school. Um, but it is up until about May, um, again, 17 to 25. It is given with a um, 1100 biweekly stipend. And at the end of your service, upon completion of service, you're given the Siegel Education Award, which is $4,826.50. And that is just for that mid-year position. Um, but, you know, free bus pass access to free dental and health insurance, wow. um, as well as a two-week winter break, um, nine days of time planned off, and so many more benefits. We'll be right back with more Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. Welcome back to Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. Alongside Good Karma Brand's Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. It sounds like a fairly uh, robust uh, compensation and benefits uh, package. 
what kind of people would you expect to apply? Who would be the ideal kinds of people that you're looking for as you cast the net yeah. uh, across southeastern Wisconsin and perhaps uh, elsewhere? What are we looking for here, Isel? Yes, so we're always looking for 17 to 25-year-olds, and particularly that age range because those are the folks who have recently come out of school, so they have a more better understanding of what school is still like for students. And so that's the age range, but also folks who want to spend a year of their life doing something meaningful. I know everyone can get a job anywhere else, but you know, making an impact on those students, giving back to the community, people who are going to get up and commit to the work every day, and folks who just, just really just want to make an impact on Milwaukee. And so if someone does want to make an impact on Milwaukee, wants to really give back um, in, in that time frame, is there any additional training that you would provide? Maybe they may not have all of the skills that you're looking for. How can, how can you kind of like, you know, close that gap on education and, 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 and training? Yeah, definitely. And so actually right now our core members are 50% high school graduates and then the other 50% some college or have graduated from college. So now this is probably like one of the most diverse groups that we have as far as education goes and so there are no educational requirements other than you having that high school diploma or GED mm. equivalent and for the first two to three weeks of service our core members are trained we have externals come from the community um, people in our own organization that have taken so much time to prepare and get all the information even from national resources um, to provide to our core members to make sure that they're prepared before they go into school so I, I love that. So some training for people who are, are, are ready to take on this important role, right? Um, giving back to the community. Um, so if someone's interested, like what additional kind of like growth and advancement could a position like this help them, you know, bridge to or yeah. go to? Um, so throughout the year, we have different what we call LACI opportunities, which is life after city year. So say that again, life after City, city year, year. Okay. yes Lacey. so right. yeah lacy and so that's just to make sure that because this is like a stepping stone for that next step that we're not just leaving our core members hanging we're connecting them with other organizations in the community giving them opportunities to check out different colleges in the um, community or throughout the state and we even share you know we have hundreds of partnerships across the country as far as scholarships go for folks that do want to take on higher education. And we have a fair at the end of the year um, where all of our community partners come and you can see different opportunities to make sure that you have something lined up right afterwards. So a question about uh, applicants. No, so I assume if I'm an applicant, um, I don't think I'm in the age range that you suggested. <laughs> just but, slightly outside. I just, I just missed. Yeah. Just a bit outside. Um, but somebody comes in and they're, they're they're interested and they've gone through whatever application process. Are they going to be interviewed by you, by a group of people? What's the process at City Year for me to get noticed, to become famous, and ultimately hopefully get uh, chosen? <laughs> Yeah, and so since City Year is a national organization, there are a lot of different moving pieces. So initially, you'd meet someone like myself or one of our local recruiters, and we'd have a one-on-one. We'd give you all the in-depth information on City Year, and then eventually you're going to fill out that application. And then someone from our national recruitment team would reach out to you, schedule a phone interview, um, and then additionally, you'd have one more interview, which could be from another person that sits in Kansas City, for example. Mm. Um, so that's why, like, that's when we start to build up those concrete skills where you're checking your email, you know, answering the phone, even if you don't know who it is, just saying, hey, this is so-and-so, um, and then f- moving on um, 
because there are so many different moving pieces, but definitely just making sure that we're all communicating and keeping up to, with that, which are one of the leadership you know, qualities and opportunities that we provide at City Year. Okay. Sounds great. How can we learn more? Yeah, so you can always go to cityyear.org or City Year Milwaukee, and then you can check out and see what all the different opportunities, the different benefits, things of that nature that come with City Year. Um, you could also always call our office downtown in Milwaukee. We're located right off the river. Um, but you can also always find my information on our website as well. Which is cityyear.org? Yes. Okay. So or City Year Milwaukee. City Year Milwaukee. As well. Oh, okay. Yes. I, I think I found you that way when I yeah. was uh, uh, doing some research. Um, so before we wrap up, this is your opportunity, Isel. Give our audience who might be interested in applying or they might know someone in their family who might be interested, what advice do you have, somebody who's been in the organization now for, I don't know, it's either two or three. Or, <laughs> right. I'm not sure, right? <laughs> I'm not sure we ever determined that. Um, what is your personal advice to someone who's hearing your message today, learning about the organization? What would you like them to know about City Year and about perhaps getting involved? Yeah, I always like to tell young people that there's absolutely no shame in not knowing what your next step is. Whether that's graduating from high school or college or taking some classes, there's never too many options for you to be able to have for your next step. You know, I've talked to some people who are like, nope, I know what I'm doing, I'm going to school. And I'm like, okay, no problem. And then a few weeks later, they call me like, hey, you know, I'm really glad we had that conversation because things change and there's no problem with that and everyone in city year as especially our core members are all in the same boat and still figuring out what those next steps are while doing something super meaningful and impactful boy i love that advice Stephanie. I, I do i love that some of us are still trying to figure out what we want to be when we <laughs> grow up right we, yeah we're working with him we're coaching him so yeah, can you repeat well. the website again i just want to make sure that people got that i yeah, definitely. So you can go to www.cityyear.org slash Milwaukee. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Well, great information, great work you're doing. Yeah. And I also, I kind of love the bonus advice, which is you don't have to know you every don't. step of the way in your Absolutely. career, yeah. which is, by the way, something we should probably tackle on a... Episode. Really, yeah. Huh? And being open to opportunities, right? Yeah, so I love change. that, too. Yeah. And then I love that. And then change. We talk about change, too. So maybe someone knows, but then ah, things change. And then they know that they can come back to you. So thank you so much, Isel. Isel, great thank to you. see you again. Yes. So should we yes. schedule this for next year? Right? Yes. Yes. Yes, right. yes, 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 yes. <laughs> awesome. Well, always good to see you. Thank you again for everything you. that you're doing. We'll be right back with more Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI-HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. Welcome back to Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. Alongside Good Karma Brand Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. Wex, I love it. Thank you so much for sharing your two examples um, and allowing me to give you my thoughts on that. I really yeah, that appreciate fun. that. Um, and I just want to remind everybody to go to www.goodkarmabrands.com forward slash careers to learn more about GKB and our current open opportunities. And I know where to go for good advice. Yeah. In this studio, there is one place me. that I'm going to go and see. <laughs> Love it. For our studio producer, Chris Larson, our show producers, Reese Seberg and Ali Archambo, and our senior director of human resources and the giver of wonderful advice, Daphne Ursu. I'm Steve Wexler. We'll talk to you again next week. Have a productive week. And thank you, of course, for joining us on Hired, along the Good Karma Brands Radio, Radio Network. Network.